It's the Edinburgh Man podcast. It's podcast number 297. We're back in the cupboard. I like it in here. Well, it's very uncomfortable. I'm quite cramped. I have to sort of stand with my arms together at my tight at my sides because there's not much space. Um, but yeah, it's nice. The sound's okay. Anyway, it's podcast number 297. It is only a day or two since I last recorded a podcast, but I, re- I realised that uh, next week in Edinburgh, is a school holidays, it's the October holidays, um, so the kids are off for a week and a bit, a week and a day I think it is, so um, uh, next week maybe a total nightmare. So I thought I'd quickly record a new podcast, not a lot has happened to me since the last podcast, so there's not much chat, but there is some music. Uh, from Edinburgh, this is PK Bats and I Witnessed a Drowning. swig of my tea, uh, which is just on the outside of the cupboard. Last week I thought it was quite good, the cup of tea went down well, but this today I, I preheated the cup, because by the time I got to the end of the podcast, the tea was a bit cold. Uh, anyway, that from Edinburgh, that was PK Bats, and I witnessed the drowning. It's from their debut self-titled album, which came out in August. I'm a bit remiss, really. Um, they got in t- I think either they got in touch with me on Bandcamp, uh, sorry, on uh, Mastodon, or I maybe followed them or something. Um, but they sent me a link to that album, like I say, a couple of months ago, and uh, I did listen to it at the time and really liked it. Never got around to asking them if I could play it on the podcast. It's not released under a Creative Commons license. They very kindly let me play it on the show, which is very kind of them. Um, but if you want it, you can go to PK Bats. That's the letter P, the letter K, and then the word Bats. Um, dot bandcamp dot com. It's uh, I can't. Ooh, I can't remember how much it is on cassette on on digital, and I didn't write it down. 
Um, but I'm sure on cassette, it's on green cassette for £7. Yeah, pkbats.bandcamp.com. Uh, and it came out, in, like I say, in August. And if you want to follow them on Mastodon, they are at pkbats at mastodonmusic.social. So, like I say, thank you very much for them for letting me play it on the podcast. The album is great, by the way, and I am I'm an iron about getting the cassette, although I've got to the stage now where I've maybe got a bit too many cassettes and I need to get some sort of storage mechanism that isn't just random shoeboxes and stuff like that for cassettes. I do have one of those sort of 1970s wooden wood effect draw things that you pull out, but that filled up pretty quickly. So yeah, I haven't quite figured out the best storage mechanism for cassettes yet, so I'm sort of uh, reducing my purchasing of those for a while. Um, Anyway, uh, this came out in September um, from Indonesia. You'll know if you listen to the podcast regularly that I'm a big fan of loads of bands from Indonesia. Uh, this is Girl Gang, spelled G-R-R-R-L, like Riot Girl, Girl Gang and Cool Girl. Girl Gang and Cool Girl, and that's um, from their debut album. Uh, oh, gee, we I didn't write it down. I think it's called Spunky! Exclamation um, mark. It's out in the US on Kill Rock Stars, in the UK on Trapped Animal Records, uh, and then in Japan and Taiwan on Big Romantic Records. But you can also get it at girlgang.bandcamp.com. Like I say, girl is G with three R's and then an L. And they're from Yogyakarta. Yogyakarta? Yogyakarta in Indonesia. <laughs> And it came out in September. You've probably heard it before because I've I've heard it played loads of places. Um, so yeah, but it is under a Creative Commons license. So like you can, but I think um, you have to pay nine pound. I think it is for the digital version, which is definitely worth it. Uh, but it's also on many uh, streaming services and other such things. Oh dear, I'm appearing through my glasses at the the list of notes that I've made. It's still on paper, so I can't sort of. <laughs> I've only got the notes I've got in front of me. Sometimes when I do the podcast, I've got my laptop or my or an iPad or even my phone in front of me, and I can just sort of look up stuff to get the correct information. Not that I always do get the correct information as I'm going, but today I'm just limited by what's on the bit of paper because there's not quite enough room in the cupboard to have a proper screen as well. 
But yeah, peering at it with my glasses. I took it my eyes tested a couple of weeks ago. Again, as you get older, annoyingly, your eyes don't work as well. The distance is fine, but reading up close is a little bit a little bit blurry now. So I've had glasses for a while. I think like about 10 years or so. So probably through the full full time of the podcast, I've probably been wearing glasses for reading. And sometimes I've needed it and sometimes I haven't. But what I thought I'd do is, I, when I last went to get a few weeks ago, I signed up for a trial for contact lenses. Apparently now you can get these clever contact lenses that are supposed to work for both distance and near stuff, which sounds like witchcraft, but some, you know, it seems to be a, a thing. I went to try them. You get a, a sort of free trial and they sort of fit them and test them out with you. They didn't work at all for me. Apparently, the optician says it's not unusual with these sorts of glasses and if you don't have a particularly bad distance thing. I put them in, or he put them in rather, and checked they were all in the right place and stuff and it was no different at all. Absolutely no different. If, slightly, if anything slightly worse, it was very weird. So apparently I can't do those. He said we could try different lenses, but yeah, that sounded like a whole lot of work, really. But So I'm back on glasses, or I'm still on glasses. Um, but yes, yeah, so, but they aren't quite the right distance. I'm sort of moving my head back and forth. So if if it sounds, the sound is a bit annoying, it's because I'm sort of moving my head back and forth as I try and focus on my notes in front of me. Yeah, slightly disappointing. But I did take advantage of the fact that the new Edinburgh Man Tower is only about a five-minute walk from a train station that gets into that gets into the centre of Edinburgh in three minutes. Obviously, the train was three minutes late, but uh, still, it was I was in and out very quickly and I managed to go to record shops and have coffee and cake and stuff it was great um mooney m-o-u-n-i i think i have played on the podcast before they're from providence rhode island there's a two-track uh, sort of single or ep that came out of mooney.bandcamp.com just last week uh, and this is child <laughs> Life's the same as that life's 
Child by Mooney, M-O-U-N-I, at mooney.bandcamp.com. Uh, like I say, it's a two-track album, uh, or two-track EP. Uh, Child is one of the tracks, and I can't remember what the other track is because I do I have it written it down in my notes. Next week, promise, next week, well, the week after next, because next week the kids are off, so I'm probably not going to record anything, but the week after next, I will have more comprehensive notes. I should t- spend a little bit more time doing this. Anyway, that came out last week. Ah, dear. I, it's the, a couple of weeks ago, was it just last week, actually? I played a cassette. Well, no, I played a track um, from an album that's on Crafting Room Recordings, which I do have on cassette. Which one did I play? I think I played Wine Pride, a track off their self-titled album. And then I rattled some cassettes in front of the microphone, which was no doubt quite annoying. But the other cassette that I rattled in front of the microphone when I played that track was... Um, an album called Fever Dream by Gone. It's also on Crafting Room Recordings, and it was sent to me by accident from Crafting Room Recordings because it looked very similar to the one I ordered. But they very kindly sent me the correct one, and I didn't have to send back um, the copy of Fever Dream by Gone. However, I did like it so much, um, and I was going to play a track from the cassette, but that would have required far too much sort of fiddling around with wires and stuff, so I decided to buy the digital version, which is only £3 on digital at craftingroomrecordings.bandcamp.com. Um, This is gone from the album Fever Dream. This is buried.
Oh, I do love that. The whole album is brilliant. Um, that's Buried by Gone. It came out um, in May, I think it was. Um, May, uh, May of this year. It's from the album Fever Dream. And like I say, it's on Crafting Room Recordings. Uh, craftingroomrecordings.bankout.com. Um, six pounds on cassette. And it's a great blue cassette. Plus whatever shipping is. I think it was like about £1.50 for £2 for shipping or something in the UK. And £3 on digital. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, because it is uh, fantastic. I'm going to fail miserably uh, to pronounce the next track and and or the next band and or the next album. The track is from, I'm so sorry, I've played loads of stuff recently um, from Chile, uh, specifically from Santiago, but this one, I don't know where they're from. It just says Chile on the webpage. Um, the band are called Victoria, Victoria Flores. It's all one word, all lowercase. So I'm assuming it's the band name and not a person's name. But it might that might be just the person's name, and it might have a space in there. I don't know. Victoria Flores, uh, and the album is called Quebradas, and the track is called Mejase Desaparesa, which is probably wrong, and I apologise profusely. VictoriaFlores.bandcamp.com is where you can get it.
as Victoria Flores and Mejasa Desaparesa, which is, like I say, I'm probably mangling the word. It's from the six-track album Quebradas, which you can get at victoriaflores.bandcamp.com, and they're from Chile. It's a name your price, uh, and it's lovely, so it's worthwhile checking out. Oh, dear. Like I say, I've only recorded a podcast just the day, yesterday, the day before yesterday, I think it was. Yesterday was the day I went to get the glasses and didn't the lenses and didn't um so the day before was when i recorded it so yeah not much has happened in Edinburgh and i was just doing a bit of work obviously and i'm pottering around the house and one more track to go this is nadalands and they're from uh, fort collins in colorado it says here that nadalands is a solo songwriting project of john Lindebaum from the lonely hearts the distances and rust belt music and um, the album is called the days of awe it is a name your price at nadalands.bandcamp.com nada is n-a-d-a-l-a-n-d-s uh, and yeah, you can get it there. Thank you very much for listening to podcast number 297. Apologies, it was just a bit of a short one. I don't know if it really matters, does it? You're just here for the music. I always try and... I'm a big fan of sort of half-hour-long podcasts. I did used to do podcasts that were a whole hour, but I think I was probably running out of steam by the time I got to the end of it. I can do a whole hour if it's mostly packed with music. That's not so bad. But if I try and punctuate it with any sort of chat it doesn't really work so i do like the half hour podcast it's my favorite format of podcasts um and i think if you're doing a commute or something if you're doing a short commute you want it to be a short podcast but if you've got a bit of a longer one i think you want to somehow sometimes sort of split it up with a couple of different things so i don't know how people what people how people listen to podcasts anymore i tend to listen to them when i'm going to sleep at night <laughs> i pop a podcast in one ear bud stick it in mono and then fall asleep um, and then I have to try and figure out where I was but that's the only real time because I don't really do much commuting anymore sometimes when I go out for a wander I maybe listen to them but generally I listen to music when I do that yeah so I don't know how people consume podcasts anymore do people still listen to podcasts? I ramble, this is Nadalands and the, uh, the track is called The Five Stages of Petroleum Processing from the Days of Ore EP and I'll see you next time I only care to spend the evening at the even in my folded chair Watching the blood of Alberta flow through the veins and boil into the air I can feel her right beside me whispering like she isn't even gone It rigs moaning up above us Moaning towers staring down the door her eyes. She said the poison makes it more fun I don't know why This metropolis eats its young Night to seventy nights Oh, the beauty of refinery lights Oh, the beauty Her parents never liked us hanging out Summer city watching home We turn past life into fuel for the future And bring the future for right now So I'm not welcome at some ceremony Where the food faster lights a flame It's cool, I guess I understand the rain We all want someone to blame Saw the autopsy, some sort of fungus of the lungs, such a tragedy. 
Metropolis, Metropolis eats its young at 